0: curious listeners. We have a correction to make before you listen to this episode. The victim's name here is Kirsty Maxwell. Uh, at the time of recording, Charnel's dyslexia got the best of her and I believe we referred to her as Christy. So just make note of the correction that her name is Kirsty. Thank you. Welcome to Crime Curious. I'm Charnell.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And let's shake our gree-gree oh Megan. You gotta gosh. get your bones. Thank you. I, I'm i all, all out so of sorts. I know. It's uh, scheduling this week.
1: It is. It's, it's a mixture of like what? Back to school mm-hmm. and everybody in the world is committing crimes and I haven't been leaving work until like six, so it's... Yes.
0: And I started a new position, so I haven't been leaving work until like six. Right. And it's just been... Um, been a situation, plus you know, kids and Labor life. Day here, life here in America. At we life. celebrated Labor Day, we did so. Um, yeah, here we go. I have a case for us that I'm going to be transparent. Um, so this was a recommendation, don't have permission. They specifically asked me not to use their name, so I won't, you know, who you are. <laughs> uh, but I discovered that the family actually put together a really wonderful um, website. And so a lot of the information that I have is from the website as well, which you guys are welcome to check out. This is The Mysterious Death of Christy Maxwell. Okay. There's been some documentaries about it on MTV. actually even did one that caused a bit of a stir where people were like, wow, I can't believe how this went down. And I know that her family is still calling for justice. Um, They're calling for some law changes specifically because (sighs) – this is a situation where a, a, a young gal is m- dies
1: <laughs> <underneath> <laughs> you don't want to say, m- say you don't want to say is murdered has a, yes. a, a, a mysterious a death
0: mysterious death while ab- abroad okay she is okay traveling. And you know... Is she Judge studying Megan. abroad nope. or is she... She was on vacation. Okay. She was on vacation. Um, this is the mysterious death of Christy Maxwell. Did I say that you already? You did, I'm but sorry. you can say it again. I Yes, just to reiterate it again. Mostly and
1: because I'm brainstorming now as to whether or not I've heard of this. I bet
0: you have. These cases
1: always make me nervous. Because you know I like to travel and I don't want yeah, that to be my end and game. And she was
0: just on holiday. I know. With friends. But it has complicated the investigation it's complicated the uh, communication between investigators and her family and they just want answers right and so here we are doing our very small part to try to continue to raise awareness for Christie's family um let me start off with a little bit about her, she attended school in Livingston, okay, and after gaining educational qualifications, she worked in various office roles while landing a position with Lloyd's Banking Group, where she was held in very high regard by her colleagues and peers, and I apologize because I forgot to tell you that Christy lived in Scotland, But that is not where the
1: death uh, takes place. So So when you say Livingston, that's like in Scotland.
0: Yep. She actually was from Livingston, West West Lothia, and ended up not returning from her vacation in Spain.
1: So just to give you some context here. Okay. So lives in Scotland,
0: Mm -hmm. is
1: supposed to be on holiday Mm -hmm. in Spain.
0: Yep, yep. Now she had Christy had known Adam Maxwell for ten years before she married him in September 2016. They were described as being a blissfully happy couple and the marriage basically just cemented their love for each other. They Adam and Christy were both family oriented people. They were very close with their siblings, their parents. They were in the process of buying a new home and planning to start a new their own family. Okay. But unfortunately, Megan, Christy and Adam wouldn't even be able to celebrate their first wedding anniversary um, before her life was tragically taken in a very unexplained and brutal, cruel way. So he
1: wasn't with her on holiday. It was not.
0: No, no, no. Was no. this a girl's trip? It was. Yep. Actually, on April 28th, 2017, Christy and 19 friends traveled to Benidorm, Spain.
1: Nineteen of your closest friends.
0: Nineteen of her closest friends don't even so, know nineteen so trip people for twenty. Yeah, I go through no. my
1: travel agent. They're people from our town. Like <laughs>
0: absolutely, <laughs> I mean, we have ended friends- up
1: on the same trip like that before. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah, yes. What was described as a hen weekend, which. I wanted to both chuckle at and cringe at. That's what the they call it. It is in England really when you is. they ha-
1: call it like what stag night for a male bachelor party yeah. and like something hens for the yes. the woman's bachelor party. Here in
0: America, being called a hens a little cringy.
1: Well, but gives notion it's a different to, connotation. to peck, being peckish in uh-huh. some way, shape, That's or form. That's right.
0: So. Um, so yes, so Christian 19 of her friends, were in Spain for a girls weekend before one of her friends' upcoming weddings. So ah. I get the impression it was a bachelorette party weekend. A hen party. Yes, yep. Benidorm is a coastal town along the Mediterranean Sea, which is about 86 miles south of Valencia. The community offers a variety of attractions that cater to individuals, couples, and families and is widely known for its beaches and nightlife. It looks like a very beautiful place, I will say
1: that. It's on my bucket list.
0: Now, we know that the group checked into My Pretty Pema Apartments, also known as Apartamentos Pema, at 9.15 p.m. Christy and at least two friends roomed together in apartment 9A on the ninth floor. The entire group dropped off their luggage and went out for food and drinks that night in the English Quarter of Benidorm. So just picture this situation bachelorette party I they picture. get there they drop their luggage and then they go out for a normal night on the
1: town they're gonna right. have dinner and start hitting up some bars yes
0: it's 19 pretty girls that's right and i what else are you gonna do I you're not gonna
1: sit in a hotel room
0: that's right and i don't think i've mentioned it yet but christy is gorgeous Ugh. so christy and two friends we know returned back to the apartment by c we know this because of cctv footage it captured them waiting for the elevator at five thirty-five a.m. on April 29th, and seventeen. Okay. Okay. The timestamp on the footage was an hour behind, so it showed four thirty-five a.m. But the apartment complex acknowledged that it was just off by an hour, so it really was five thirty-five a.m. that they were back from their whole night, which makes sense because they didn't even get in until nine thirty, you know, and so and and they're young. Right. <laughs> they're not like us, Megan. They can stay up all night and have drinks and chats. Um so there's a brown uh, there's a brown-haired girl that you can see in the video and sorry that we're an audio only platform, but you can look it up. It is right. widely searchable. Um so there's a brown-haired girl. She thought that she heard some of her friends outside the room returning to their apartments. And so and she took the elevator down to the lobby. So you see her step out, look to her left, then look to her right and just get back into the elevator. Okay. At 6.50 a.m., Christy was actually sleeping with one of her friends. And we know this because that friend took a video of her snoring in the apartment. (laughs) That's
1: funny. I would do that. Oh,
0: and she was. She was sawing logs, (laughs) like completely asleep. That is 6.50 a.m. A short while later... For reasons that we do not know, and this is why we're covering this case, although there's not a ton of information, we know that Christy awoke in that apartment that she was sharing with her friends because there is video footage at 6.50 a.m. She left the apartment, taking the elevator to the 10th floor. Her family believes that she returned to her room after that, but it was locked so she went looking for another friend from her 19 member party in an apartment one floor above hers okay, okay so her family is hypothesizing that okay for what it, for some reason she left and she was looking for another person that, person that she had traveled the, with yep in the group's apartment and possibly came back to her apartment and it was locked Okay. So she locked herself out. Potentially. Yes, very possible. By by what um, investigator? How investigators made it sound? These apartments automatically lock. Yeah, you know absolutely. the doors. The doors automatically. Been lock. in
1: one of those. Yes, I rented one when I lived in D.C. Oh, and I had yeah. Lo- and locked, locked myself out, out a number of times. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes. absolutely. And if everybody else in the apartments asleep, then they're not hearing her. Right. So then she went back up. They think. Again, it's it's only theory at this point in time, but they think that she went back up and tried to essentially um, find other members of her party and knock on those doors.
1: Right. Somebody wake up. Yep. Help me. Let me in. But this is
0: where we don't know. This is where it gets really bizarre.
1: Because she just, the last time she was seen was when she was snoring and her friend videotaped her.
0: By video. Yes. that is that's the it. last. That's the last time that we see her alive. And that anybody sees her alive that came forward. At 7.50 a.m., so one hour after she was filmed snoring, Christy fell to her death from the balcony of apartment 10E. Yeah. And this apartment was occupied by five British men from Nottinghamshire, England. Her body was found alongside the resort's swimming pool. So she's 10 stories up. I don't
1: like it. Mm -hmm. Because I have all kinds of things I'm speculating now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let me me give you some more detail. Right. According to the Curry family website, quote, expert analysis showed she was facing inwards towards the apartment, but how she fell from the balcony at a closed off corridor of the apartment can only be answered by witnesses and those that were present, end quote. So we know that she that she was on the balcony and the balcony door was closed.
1: Okay. And the Do only way I'm the saying? only way to get to that balcony would have been through the room. Through the room. Like there wasn't some other way to get access to it. Correct. Because, you know, I'm thinking, did she gain access to a balcony because she was trying to play Frogger and right. get herself over to her own balcony since yep. she was locked out, but no. Yep. So then she is on the balcony of these men's apartment, which yep. she would have had to get into. Yes. And the inside door leading to their uh, balcony is shut. Is shut. And locked.
0: And it is shut. Don't okay, know, we don't know about don't locked. Don't know about locked, but, but it, it is shut. shut. And she fell facing the apartments. hmm Like so. backwards? Um, yes, essentially. Okay. Um, the Spanish police initially treated Christie's death as a homicide. That's how it was first ruled. The five men who have since been dubbed the Benidorm Five in room 10E were Anthony Holhouse, who was 34, Callum Northridge, 29, Daniel Bailey, 32, Joseph Graham, 32, and Ricky Gammon, 31. Now, just having them be in the apartment doesn't make them, you know, guilty or anything. I just want to throw that out
1: there because no one has been charged. Persons of interest like anybody else would be. Correct.
0: Yep. So police actually arrested Joseph Graham on suspicion of murder on the day of Christie's death, but released him two days later without charge. Spanish judge Ana Isabel Garcia Galbus attempted to establish what happened to Christie at a court hearing and questioned the other four men that hadn't been arrested. Graham denied any wrongdoing in Christie's death and claimed that she entered the men's room around 8 a.m. in a confused state before moving to the balcony. Graham or Gammon, excuse me, not Graham. Gammon told investigators that he, Mr. Bailey, and Mr. Graham were drinking in the apartment's living room while um, the other two, Mr. Whole House and Northridge, were sleeping. So it's 8 a.m. and they're drinking.
1: Okay. Like maybe they never stopped. Possible. Yeah. Or they got up to have a toddy with a bagel.
0: Uh, maybe a little a little morning cap.
1: Is right. That a, is that a thing? It is now.
0: Okay. We're making it a it thing. It is a thing. So they say that Christy knocked on the door and Mr. Graham answered. He claimed that Christy went straight to the bathroom, very upset and attempted to climb out a small interior window overlooking the kitchen area. Mr. Graham told police that he thought Christy was a woman who had been with one of his friends in another apartment, and she could not get back in without a key.
1: Okay, so he had friends in a different apartment, too. Exactly. And he thought maybe she was one of their dates.
0: Yep. Yep. Mr. Gammon said that Christy appeared as if she had taken some drug. However... No drugs were found in her system, only
1: alcohol. I was just going to say, is it possible she was highly intoxicated still? Or at least, I mean, she'd been asleep. She'd been been snoring. They had videoed her. I don't know what her state was when she fell asleep. Was she super drunk?
0: Um, I think it's reasonable to assume. I mean, we know there's alcohol in their system. They were out till 535. Now, I'll say this on the video when they're walking into the elevator. No one's stumbling. Okay. No one's obliterated That 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 way. That
1: is not fall down drunk then.
0: Nope. Nope. No one's fall down drunk. Um, and so an hour, you know, it was five thirty-five a.m. She was filmed at six fifty. That's an hour and you know twenty-five minutes of of sleeping. A little bit less than that when you think of the time it takes you to get into your apartment, get settled in, all that. Um, you know, so she'd probably been sleeping roughly an hour before she then woke up. Was apparently disoriented because for whatever reason, at eight a.m. That's so that's six fifty. Yeah, at 8 a.m. she enters their apartment. How,
1: how'd how she just walk in their apartment? Was their door unlocked or did she knock and they let her in?
0: She was knocking.
1: And they let her in.
0: Well, and that's what, yeah, it says Christine knocked on their door. And Mr. Graham answered. He had been awake drinking. Because he
1: thought it was one of the girls in the diff- okay. Let me With tell you a little
0: bit more. Mr. Graham had um, helped himself to a few bump bumps. Okay, he had some cocaine and as um, one
1: will no i'm kidding (laughs) i don't know i I don't (laughs) apparently apparently they did okay but he had
0: had so much that his nose was bleeding heavily
1: that's that's a lot of bump bumps. That's
0: a lot of bumps. Oh,
1: the devil sugar.
0: That's a camel bump bump. Right. <laughs> We've had a camel's hump enough. full of cocaine. That's
1: so funny. He didn't have coke to make a camel's hump bleed? That's, yes,
0: that's what happened. That's
1: my My new favorite saying. As
0: a matter of fact, police had to take him to a local doctor to see if the blood was related to Christie's fall, and that's how they discovered the blood was related to the amount of cocaine that he had snorted into his brain cells.
1: This is fantastic. <laughs> right well it just it doesn't bode well that he's a person who probably is um making a rational or competent statement so this is the person who's saying that she was acting bizarre and acting off but he's done enough cocaine to kill a camel and that's where we are
0: exactly to make his nose red raw and bleed to the point where police have to take him to the doctor yeah but yet she was the one trying to climb why was she trying to climb out that kitchen window megan
1: well, to, to to get to safety, there's that. You know, here's the potential let me throw out there for anybody who's ever been like annihilated drunk before, is it possible that she woke up, wandered out of the apartment because she wasn't sure where she was anymore? locks herself out. Then she's upset, so she starts knocking on doors. These guys let her in. Then she's so drunk, she gets confused, just trying to get away, trying to escape, falls off the balcony, okay? There's them completely innocent and her just having like the worst fucking night ever possible. If everything bad in the world added all up to her being mad annihilated. But I would also expect there to be a really high BAC on her toxicology to come back, like real high. Yeah. And then the alternative is that we have this person, this man at least him, giving an explanation that seems a little bizarre. And now he's just proved to me, based off of his level of consumption of substances, that he's probably not trustworthy either. Right. So what about the other people in the apartment? Well,
0: the other four, remember, they were being questioned in court. Okay. Right. By, which by is, by a, Judge which is
1: probably a felony preliminary examination to see if there's enough probable cause to keep Correct. the, um, what was his name? To keep him in custody on the Mr. alleged- Mr. Graham. Mr. Graham mm-hmm. in custody on the alleged murder.
0: hmm Now, the other four men actually, um, so they were, they were questioned when they left court. They left without speaking to the media and they were allowed to return to England. Okay. Where they were from. Um, all five of them did later return to Spain voluntarily and exercised their legal right to answer questions through their lawyer. So they are cooperating they are. with this situation. Um, they did refuse to answer questions from Christie's family's attorney. So, okay. I mean, I figured that that's probably within their legal right. To it is. Self, and it's right? not
1: bizarre because their own counsel is probably telling them don't answer any questions.
0: But so, Mr. Northridge actually released a statement on behalf of not only himself, but also uh, Mr. Bailey, Mr. Gammon, and Mr. Whole House, not Mr. Graham. Okay, Mr. Graham, remember, he was arrested. He's the one who was charged. Yes. They want to the, stay he isolated. Was the one doing the cocaine. The cocaine. Double sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's just going to go ahead and speak for the four of them and let Mr. Graham handle his own self.
1: Probably a good idea.
0: Yep. And what his statement was was, "quote This was a tragic accident, and we categorically deny any involvement in this unfortunate incident." It goes without saying that our deepest sympathy goes out to Christie's family, and our thoughts are with them all at this terrible time. We have had our names dragged through the mud and used in a derogatory manner throughout this process, through process, through no fault of our
1: own." End quote. Um, well, that's heartwarming.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, two of them were allegedly sleeping or in a bedroom when she came in.
0: Yes, two of them were.
1: Well, whoever those two are, maybe I feel moderately bad that their names were dragged through the mud.
0: Because now they're called the the bedroom five or right. whatever. You know, I mean, they got...
1: But presumably there's two other people other than Mr. Graham who was charged who were not in bedrooms and were awake, either drinking, right. partaking.
0: Always flat out said that they were drinking with right. Mr. Graham.
1: So... They were questioned by the jurist by the mm-hmm. judge. I want to know what they what did they say happened. Were they did they corroborate Graham, or at will we never know? At
0: this, there's there's things being kept. There's things being kept. Okay, I'm being very careful.
1: You are. We have to because we do. they're presumed innocent. innocent.
0: Exactly, and I really don't want to. Um, as m- much as we need to get the information out to push that this investigation needs to be looked at again, um, and and laws need to be changed about how we look at um, jurisdictions for you know deaths that happen abroad and things like that. I also just what like you pointed out, there were two men that were were definitely asleep that didn't have, you know, anything to do with this. And they've been wrapped up with whatever possibly happened with these other three. Sure. Um. So the, th- the other thing is, is that the men were actually a part of, there was 50 Nottingham um, men that were staying at the resort. And the Curry family believes that those people might have more information about Christie's death because they would have been there and witnessed more. And it's almost just like they're all sticking together.
1: Yeah. So realistically, if anybody was at that resort in those early morning hours and 730 is not too early to be on your balcony enjoying coffee, that would be me 100%. So were well, there other people out on their balconies? Did anybody else see anything? Maybe they're willing to come forward.
0: Well, and the thing is, Megan, is that I think it's like 8.50 is when she falls. Oh, so it's So this is near. not even that early in the morning. No. Um And it's just the way that the investigation has been handled is what is so upsetting to the family. There's things that they're not being told or that they feel that they're not being told. Because all of a sudden in 2019, the Spanish police start saying Christie's death was an accident
1: so the men's but wo- not based off of new investigation or new no. information they no. just changed they it they
0: initially started investigating it as a homicide arrested somebody and now then they flip it to oh nope it, it was not it was a tragic accident so
1: what bothers me about that not to cast judgment is that there may have been there was probable cause to arrest a human being for murder for homicide. Just because they couldn't prove that to continue with the charges doesn't change that it was a homicide. Right. So exactly. that's the part that's upsetting. You, you may yes. not have enough to charge this person right. or to keep him in custody. And perhaps he's didn't do it. And there may mm-hmm. never be enough, honestly, in certain cases to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that somebody's guilty. But it doesn't change a homicide to an accident or even to a suicide. Yes. So I would be interested in knowing what Facts exist that cause them to change this to an accidental death.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the the men's lawyer Roberto Sanchez declared no evidence linked them to Christie's death.
1: Perfect. Again, that's possible, but it doesn't change a homicide to an accident.
0: Right. He further said, "Quote: The investigation had found that Christie might have been affected by el- alcohol consumed during the previous night, with possible effects include." Including blurred vision, loss of balance, and emotional instability. End Correct. quote Christie's family has accused the police of failing to investigate properly. and I, I this is where we land with this case because of exactly what you just said. What evidence came forward that was so compelling that it changed it from an initial homicide to an accident?
1: Okay, So I can throw out there something which I mean her family may not love, and maybe we don't know is did they get some toxicology back on her that would indicate that she was her level of intoxication was so great that um, she would have contributed to her own demise? No. Okay Right, right. And that, that is something that potentially could have changed them from a homicide to an accident, but how did they come up with homicide to begin with then?
0: Well he, right. And the way that s- she
1: fell was suspicious. Definitely. How she got there was suspicious I, I, anyway. I mean I gave you my opinion of the worst case scenario was that like she if kind of like all the broke. bad
0: stars align and she was so drunk and had blurred vision that she ended up one story above where her apartment was and falling out of the balcony
1: I mean right was she so drunk that she thought she would you know just jump down from her balcony his balcony to down to hers but if that was the case, wouldn't you be the witnesses inside going, dude, hey, this crazy yeah. chick came in here mm-hmm. and s- tried to, you know, superman herself down to yes. the next balcony saying she was going to get in there. Like, those are things that you would say yep. if yep. they had happened. Yep.
0: We'll, I... we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to some more here. Okay. So, Christie's family is concerned because they believe that the Spanish police did not interview key witnesses. Fair. Specifically, Christie's friends who traveled with her to Spain – and investigators did not follow significant crime scene protocols and procedures. Furthermore, they did not retain the entire CCTV footage from that morning or other potential evidence, like Christie's clothing. It was destroyed during the autopsy for whatever reason. They were not, like Christie's family said, why didn't um, Christie's clothes be? Why wasn't it given back to her husband? Because remember, she's a married woman. Um, well. It was destroyed.
1: Okay. After the autopsy. I guess I would want to know what that nation's rules are when it comes to evidence preservation because certain things are destroyed Mm -hmm. uh, when you're done with them. This I would consider being an open case, so I'm not sure why anything would have been destroyed, period. Well, that was my wondering, too. Well, I can tell you it's because they decided to change the cause of death to an accident. Okay. And and so then they have this evidence that they need to do something with, so they probably have a policy there that they Mm -hmm. would destroy it. Personal effects here, um, once you are done with them, are turned over to next of kin. Yep.
0: The family's website states, quote, the police report and media um, reporting based on Spanish sources, including briefings and quotes from the family's initial Spanish lawyer, indicate that Christy tried to escape the apartment, the apartment in fear of her life. Right. So that is literally what the police, the initial police report and what the initial media reports say
1: how long was she in the apartment potentially
0: they say well from 8 to eight fifty. they so say that she arrived at 8 and i believe it was at 8 50 is when her okay. um if i'm remembering right give me a sec let me scroll back up into my um i'm sorry my apologies 750 um she f- approximately 750 but the the men say that she arrived in the, her apartment in their apartment at 8 a.m so, so she fell to Christie's her death at 7.50 mm-hmm. and
1: can, they said she didn't get there till 8. Right. Well, that doesn't work, John. It,
0: it does not. And you can see why Christie's family is concerned.
1: How long was she potentially inside? We don't know. We
0: don't know. Well, it had to have been less than an hour, Megan, because at 6.50, she was video recorded snoring.
1: Okay. Well, and it what she was doing during that hour is of significant interest. Was she in their apartment that entire hour from right. 6.50 when she was videotaped snoring to when she fell to her death?
0: And that's just it. We know she wasn't there that whole hour because what's the time? So she's sleeping, then she wakes up. She wakes up. Somehow like How did she leave? And that's the other problem. The Spanish police did not interview key witnesses, including the girls that were with her. So they don't know key information. This right. is like, just, it's terrible. Okay, so the Currys, Christy's family, hired retired detective David Swindle to investigate Christy's death. Um, and actually, fun fact, David Swindle helped ca- catch uh, serial killer Peter Tobin. No kidding? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not pulling your dick. It's true. Thank you. In 2020, first. the family's legal team tried unsuccessfully to reopen the case, citing many unanswered questions about Christie's death. The following year, so 2021, the Currys called for Scotland to implement a coroner's system similar to England and Wales. Scottish families who lost a loved one abroad must do everything alone. In contrast in England and Wales a coroner establishes how someone dies once the body is returned home and then holds an inquest. Yes. Where the local police officer becomes involved. They do not have this system in Scotland. Okay. So Brian Curry told the BBC, if we had the coroner system, we could have had the girls who were with Christie interviewed, the men interviewed. We could have had a dedicated senior investigator, investigating officer. We could have had a go-to person. They didn't have any of that, Megan, in with the Spanish police. Earlier this year, Christie's family appealed for a mystery woman to come forward. The Spanish police told them in 2017 that another woman who was with the Benidorm Five, um, she was one of the key witnesses the Spanish police never interviewed, likely because there was a misunderstanding of where the woman resided believing her to live overseas. However, she lived in England, yet the Spanish police still have not questioned her.
1: So those men had a female in their party yes, who was either in there or saw something, Mm -hmm. and she was just never questioned. Yep. And she actually is from England with the rest of those men.
0: Yep. Through this investigation, their private detective, Detective Swindle there, discovered a middle-aged couple staying at at the Hotel Presidente in Benidorm when Christy died. Their room overlooked the pool at Christie's Resort. What
1: I wondered. They
0: told a housekeeper that they saw a body laying by the pool on the morning of her death. The couple checked out afterwards. Detective Swindle could not locate them, but said the Spanish police also never spoke to them. So, to honor their daughter's memory, Brian and Denise Curry launched the Christie Maxwell Charity to emotionally and financially support people or families of people who have died abroad. Adam Maxwell, which w- it was Christie's husband and Christie's family, continue their fight for justice and the truth about Christie's death. You can follow them for more information on. Well, for not more information, I, I got information from right. Facebook too. But please, you're welcome to go to Christie Maxwell Information Appeal um, on Facebook. They have a lot of information on their page, and I wish that I had more to bring you for this, but we just don't. It's just terrible um, cross-country investigating and trying I can't imagine being Christy's family trying to communicate with the language barrier with the jurisdiction barrier trying to find answers and trust that they're doing a thorough investigation and then to come to find out that they don't and that these, you know, the the men that last saw her alive for sure. I read another account where one of the guys said that she was being violent towards them, so they shot her um,
1: out on the balcony. Out on the balcony. I wondered if she was confused, having woken up, you know, mm-hmm. m- intoxicated, maybe not knowing where you are, and then when she came into the house, if they did that. Yeah. Like trapped very, her?
0: Very possible. I just don't know why you would trap someone uh, that's acting that way on a balcony where they could potentially fall. Well, and
1: if you did, no no judgment being cast here. But there's some culpability there in terms of some potential negligence. Right. And um, I'm, I, I'm wondering if the family knows about or has considered potential civil action against the hotel, against the men. Um, Because you may not always be able to sue a municipality or internationally, but you certainly can sue uh, an establishment and sue people privately, all of the men who were there. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe they've explored that option, but it sometimes is a way to get more information because there's these things in civil cases called depositions and interrogatories. Yeah. And it's a way to get and glean information about what happened. Again, we're dealing, though, with uh, international and jurisdictional type issues, and I um, am not an international law or relations specialist. Yeah.
0: And the only reason that I didn't, I was going to talk about in a minute here, you know, different possible theories, but the only reason I didn't give a direct quote about um, which guy had actually said that that's what they did, that she had become violent, and so they they locked her um, out there because I only found it in one source. And so I'm giving you that information. I I did not watch the documentary that was um, released on MTV. I know that they showed the CCTV uh, footage on there, and that Christie's family is on there giving, their is, yeah, their information too. Um, I did just primarily take their information from their website that they have clearly kept up um, and done. I tried to watch the documentary piece, um, but it, there was subscription issues, and there. so yeah, so I, I couldn't. You think actually you're getting free that. information and then yes. it wants you to buy it? Yep, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a little, I was a little irritated about that. But you can – I do know you can watch the CCTV um, footage of them arriving back and draw your own conclusions there. But um, I guess I want to know – I'm confused. I'm confused about if she was so annihilated that she was confused, what woke her up to begin with? How do you get out of the apartment? And if you're that disoriented and get up to another story in the apartment complex – get in it just it doesn't track for me
1: I'm interested in knowing Charnel if they've closed this case because they've considered it an accidental death um, where is the toxicology report is that something that's discoverable or like we have FOIA Right? Could somebody, you know, get this information now that they've "quote unquote" closed, closed the case? Closed it. Yeah. So now as I want to know. I want mm-hmm. a copy of the autopsy. I want the toxicology reports. Let's see which state she was actually in. They already indicated there weren't other narcotics in her system. Right. Yep. It we was know simply that alcohol, it was only alcohol. But I don't have a BAC, and I really want a blood alcohol level. Right.
0: Right. To know, because I truly think that if she was that annihilated, that short amount of time, it wouldn't have her metabolism wouldn't have broken down a vast majority of that alcohol content, right? I mean, we're talking a matter of a couple hours. But also, of course, I guess, I guess it depends on her last time
1: that she consumed an alcoholic beverage. Well, and we need to but hear from the, the women that she was in the room with. Like, there's a video of her snoring away, mm-hmm. but did anybody see somebody in there, I, hopefully, maybe saw something, like heard her wake up, heard mm-hmm. the door shut? saw her leave was there a confrontation in there
0: right or were they sleeping that's the information that i wondered if that was on the mtv um documentary so if you've seen it you know cool let us know right um i wasn't able to access it but uh that's where the family's um real problem comes in and that the spanish police didn't interview any of them they gathered none of that information no they
1: just all went back home
0: right well and at, at the beginning they They initially were investigating as a homicide. So something, Megan, in the beginning, gave them plenty of information to do that and reason to arrest. And then all of a sudden, we don't. We let him go and then we change it to accident. So, and I know, not to say that that can't happen to innocent people, certainly. Sure. But as you were saying. I prefer to call
1: them not guilty people. Yes. Just because you're not guilty not, doesn't make you innocent. You're innocent. And okay. Just because not you're innocent, guilty by way of the law. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. We have to prove that burden's of proof. We don't call people. I don't like it when people say they were found innocent because okay. we have never found anybody innocent ever. We have found them not guilty.
0: Okay. Yeah. That so makes sense. Keep it in that mind. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I wondered too. You know, when you talk in terms of a civil suit, if that was able to be filed and to move forward, then would. M- would someone come forward with a little bit more information of possibly throwing somebody else under the bus that they may know a little bit more? In a wrongful dot suit,
1: like any civil suit, you can request of the court that witnesses be subpoenaed. And if they fail to respond, if they don't show up or if they don't come to the depositions or interrogatories, they can be held in contempt of court. So mm-hmm. there are court powers when somebody fails to be cooperative in a civil case.
0: Right, right. Yeah, something something to think about. And I know that this family is very, very motivated to try to get the correct information.
1: The other concern is statute of limitations on civil cases, especially. I don't know how it would work internationally. Are, is there a statute of limitations in Spain for civil? What is it? Um, right. And this didn't happen that long ago, but it's happened long ago enough that I would start to be concerned about those SOLs.
0: For sure, because was, that was
1: 2017. Yeah. yeah it was... Uh, I know it seems like yesterday to us but it I actually guess it's really not it's wasn't. 2023 it is. so ah. you were at seven years and a lot of a lot of um civil uh cases like that are seven years we've heard that before yeah so yeah. I'm just not sure what that would be
0: uh it's just it's awful because like you said is it possible that she was disoriented and had literally all of the the juju around
1: the worst line, chain of events.
0: The <laughs> worst chain of events that could have possibly sure. happened. I mean, yeah, I guess we can't rule anything out. Is it possible that she was violent and um, because she was scared for her life as they initially indicated and they locked her out on the balcony against good moral reasoning and she tragically fell to her death, thinking that she maybe she did think she could get down to the next floor balcony. I don't know. Or it's quite possible that she felt threatened and she took her shut herself out there. And tried to, I, you know, escape. To, uh, right. Because something, although that, if that was the case,
1: why would you shut yourself on a balcony? Why wouldn't you go to the front door if you were trying to get away from people? Well, Unless mean, you were being held.
0: Right. When there's, captive. there's three men in there and that was your quickest escape. to Just to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Three men that were awake. There were five
1: men in there, but you well, know. And I'm again, I, I, a call to action from other people that might have been there and on their balconies at this time in the morning having their cup of coffee. That's just it. It's 7.50 in the morning. Other people, I'm having coffee at that hour. Granted, Wait.
0: maybe not on vacation. Did anybody see
1: anybody on the balcony with her at some point? Right. Was right. she out there having a conversation or was somebody attempting there to do to something be. to her?
0: Yep. There has to be more information out there. And I'm the gonna, family knows that there is. So I'm going to ask. Come forward. Was there
1: any evidence in the autopsy report of any type of a sexual assault? Not that was noted. Okay.
0: Not and again, was, we don't have yep. everything, but we none don't. We don't. I don't know that the family has everything.
1: Probably not. And, and there's no evidence that we're aware of a physical assault either. Or just the trauma from the fall. Yes.
0: Yep. Exactly. So interesting that I that I could find. Yes. Okay. So there it is. I know it's I know it's short, but cases like this still deserve to be covered, especially when families are are just asking for more information for their loved one. Oh, um, I agree. Um, so in switching gears, would y'all like a bath?
1: I would love a brain bath. It
0: just started raining outside. It if is. Y'all can hear that. It's, we're getting this lovely enjoy it. end of summer rain, um, here. And so I have found for you, um, some of the, <laughs> just to switch gears, I mean, big time. We're okay. switching gears big time, <laughs> just so you guys know. I am going to give you 15 people that revealed the worst thing that someone has ever said to them during sex. Oh, my God. Okay. You ever had anything terrible? I never have. I don't have any juicy story like that. Um,
1: I've said some things <laughs> in a prior life, though, not not with my current partner.
0: Sure, sure. In a, in a different life. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I remember her. She was fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So. After a successful Tinder date, I went back with the guy. We had sex and afterwards I joked, "Best date ever," to which he replied, "Best last date ever." <gasps> oh no. I know! That's a, not nice. Like you could have It could have still been the last date, but you all you had to say was, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was an option, man. You didn't have to be a dick. Dude,
1: just be quiet.
0: Now this I feel like is Brain Bath Jason material. Okay. He stroked my face. Looked me in the eye and said, bloop, 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 love bubbles. Yeah. Immediately after, he asked if he could put it up my
1: arse. (laughs) Um, I bet they're British.
0: (laughs) Bloop, 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 love bubbles. (laughs) Love
1: bubbles. Can I put it up your arse?
0: (laughs) Most random sentence that I've ever said
1: in my life. If you boop me on the nose after you ask for that, uh, chances are you're going to need an ambulance. Boop, boop, just boop, love bubbles. Love bubbles. Um, yep. Bizarre. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, the looking, best last date ever. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Speaking of best last dates, <laughs> yep. I was waiting for some sort of like, oh, by the way, we were in the bathtub, something. No. No. That's all we got. That's all we got, you guys. Uh, okay, this next one. Apparently, this gentleman, I use that term very loosely, said, well, that was shit. Um, Just about the shag? Yep. The shag was shit, huh? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Which, to which, the girl is like, listen, not a bad thing. Except that all of her dorm mates were in the dorm at the time and heard. So uh, she's never lifted down.
1: Well, that was shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm.
1: well it takes two buddy and
0: at first I thought maybe this was the guy that was saying no no it was a dude that I didn't know that they would ever call it shit I mean honestly I thought that most men are just happy to get laid perhaps that's an overgeneralization on my part and I apologize for my ignorance but any man I've been with has always been happy to get laid (laughs) I think that's just you
1: Charnel oh oh okay it's just you <laughs> I, I'm sure men have had bad sexual encounters before, where they're like, "No, don't, don't I think, just, I, don't think I do that again." Just not sure I've met one. I thought it'd be better.
0: <laughs> I guess I should start taking a poll because uh, I'm just, I'm not. Well, sure. with
1: women, we're pretty. Shit sure, like that was disappointing. Um, oh
0: yeah, we've got a scale.
1: You, you talked a lot and built that up, buddy. That's and right. Not, uh, not what I expected there.
0: There's all kinds of scales, ratings, um, measurement. I mean, we we've got it all. I just thought for them, they're like, "Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take it where I can get it, but." That that is me being sexist. That's you. It's you being sexist. Absolutely. It's okay. I kid. I kid. We'll forgive I you. know you guys have some standards too. Wow. I do know that
1: most of you. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna leave it at. Oh, me. we. Should. Oh, <laughs> in true Greenback <laughs> <Baptist> Jason style. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. So this other person says. Er, Excuse me. Um, this other gentleman says, "I can't believe we hadn't we haven't had sex for four weeks." To which she, um, she replies, "We have twice. You just apparently don't remember."
1: Oh. Aww.
0: Yeah, he's bad at counting. Maybe he's getting dementia. Let's just say that he's bad Maybe at counting. Maybe what they did
1: didn't count as sex to him. Oh,
0: very possible. Men have
1: weird definitions.
0: Oh, this one I forgot about. This one. This isn't a cold read. I actually is this read this. Yeah, this one would make your ovaries just jump right back up into your mama's stomach. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is. <laughs> All of a sudden, the dude says, "Sorry, I have to stop. You remind me of my sister."
1: <laughs> oh no and
0: she says i don't know what was worse um him thinking that i looked like like uh, his sister or him waiting until i was completely naked to make that announcement
1: it could have been Good worse point. you could have been having intercourse when he said you reminded yep. had, him of oh, his sister wait
0: right upon entry sorry you remind me of his sister <laughs> this, i made it so this much this feels worse. familiar <laughs>
1: I've seen this before. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait a <laughs> <Never> second. <mind.
0: laughs> oh gosh. You poor oh, girl. This one, see I don't I don't like to have, be told things commands like this. Do you mind not looking at me? I'm trying to concentrate.
1: What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> do, he doesn't what? he can't make eye contact when he's having intercourse.
0: Yep, guess not.
1: Yeah, that's Isn't a red it, flag. It
0: for sure.
1: If you can't look at me in my eyes, we probably because aren't you're going trying
0: to concentrate. You're not thinking about something that you should be thinking about, sir.
1: Who are you concentrating yeah. on?
0: Or what? What are we really doing in your mind?
1: Maybe mm. maybe he just has ADHD and he needs like extra time on a test. And, <laughs> and so that's how it is for for uh, intercourse as let's well. Let's go with that
0: one, Megan. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's, it's logical.
0: Uh, oh, here's one that you don't ever want to hear. Don't pull that face. It makes you look like Mr. Bean. <laughs> Love Mr. Bean he does say in her defense I do kind of look like Mr. Bean <laughs> <laughs> right oh no timed with my thrusts don't come in me don't come in me don't come in me come in me
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: okay <laughs> those are mixed messages honey mixed messages
1: what if her timing was off and she just missed a don't
0: Oh, good point. This or he didn't hear mid thrust the don't oh, communication. I mean, is he might have
1: thrusted the don't back in, and the yep. and, and she right. Yep. This is a this is a huge communication issue right here. It sure is. This, is 18, this is eighteen years right to right life. This is eighteen years to life. i spawn from one. I said don't. don't. <laughs>
0: you missed. You didn't hear my don't. Uh, um. Okay. Well, how about this one? I fell asleep one night, oh, excuse me, I fell asleep post one night stand only to be shaken awake, wake up and, sorry, I forgot about this part, wake up and make me come or fuck off. Did she say that? She did. And he he said, I had no choice. I woke up and I got the job done. Good for
1: you, fella. I think that is the most interesting (sighs) response ever because can you imagine if he said that to her? We'd be having mm. a different conversation. Absolutely. Like yep. there might be police involvement. Yep. But yep. because she said it, guys are like, "Oh yeah, yeah, right, right." right. <laughs> That's how I want to get woken up. That's a very good point. <laughs> Let me oblige. <laughs> right. Allow me, madam. If I get woken up by somebody saying that, you're losing a tooth.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: A uh, yep. potential okay. black eye.
0: That's a great point. Oh, it great is a good point. point. <laughs> uh, um, a girl once asked me why I was being so noisy. That was embarrassing.
1: Oh, oh, screw her, man. You be as noisy as you want. You that's do you. That's right. That's right. That's how she knows you're enjoying it.
0: Or this one. Oh, oh, Uh-oh. Megan, this one. I've honestly never seen balls so tiny. Uh, oh. oh, I mean. Oh, but do we need to say it out loud? We don't need to say it out loud. We can think it in our head, but we don't let it out loud.
1: There are lots of things that should stay inside of your head. Yep. And this I, is probably one of them. men also. Yeah. no one wants a commentary of their physical appearance while you are engaged in the deed, unless it's a nice comment. Absolutely, keep every negative Absolutely. thought to yourself. You know what? They're small, your girlfriends but they later. pack a punch, right? <laughs> yeah, you exactly. could if you needed
0: to draw attention to how small they were. Right. You could
1: have then complimented afterwards. Right. right, Wow, for some tiny balls, they sure do. I've never done that, and not had my ass smacked at the same time. Thanks, sir. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There are several ways. That was the social worker.
0: In They're us high for and tight. Sure. Yeah, I see that you keep your balls as high and tight as your hair. Well done.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you can top
0: that. Oh no, I you know I don't know if I can. Okay, um, let's see. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this other than into many years of marriage.
1: I get it. Okay.
0: Do you mind if I go on top? You're pushing on my stomach and I had a curry earlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I think that makes hundred uh, perfect sense. Yep, 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 yep. No, I'm going to be sick. As he said the word sick, his prophecy came true and he was on top. mm nope. no, no. And that's how I then become a lesbian and I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, yeah. you can't if you don't feel
1: good, don't do that. No. No.
0: Also that was It's not okay
1: a- to tell someone we we're not gonna have sex today because my stomach hurts.
0: Uh, for sure. For I've sure. I've said it before. Um, abs- me too. And, and actually... No, you don't want to do that. M- for sure. And, and Matt and I's response is always, twice tomorrow. Like, a, I owe you one. You know? Taco Bell is hitting a little hard right now. I owe you one tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do it We'll do it twice tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> it's
1: fine. <laughs> we'll do it twice tomorrow. <laughs> That's
0: always the famous line. when like, we've ate too much. We I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before or not, but we have friends who always have this joke, but I think it's genius, that... Well, they've been married so long that basically whoever runs up the stairs and gets on the bed first starfishes and they get to be on bottom. Oh my God. And that's it's like so a funny. competition. I'm like, oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> also, my husband has a heart condition, so I will win every, every time. He time. <laughs> <laughs> can't run fast or do stairs. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Told that story while my 16 year old walked into yep, the studio. So that that's happen.
1: cool. I did. I Aww. saw kids run by on the deck and I thought we were safe. And then I looked to the right
0: and there's one busting into my wallet, apparently getting himself some cash to go to his girlfriend's volleyball game. Is I rarely have cash. I don't want to be robbed. Do I not have any in there? Try
1: your American Express. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, they'll take that at a, at a high school function. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Why don't Why don't you ask the other adult in this household for some money? I like how you knew right where to go, though, for that. <laughs> Okay, I think uh, on that note we'll end after traumatizing the 16-year-old. That's good and for him. uh thank you all so much for listening and we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Keep it curious. Keep listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>